Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Are you happy to be here? I really miss you. And it's good to see that you are all here. You are happy. You are serving the Lord. It's a blessing. I've been traveling. I've traveled to several, several places outside the country. And then I was also in Ghana, in Tamale, in Kumasi, having church group conferences. But it's a blessing to be here. Let us pray. Father, thank you for a wonderful opportunity. Lift up your hands and pray. To be here, Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. We bless you. You are our God. You are our King. You are our Master. Lift up your voice and speak to the Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We bless you. We exalt you. There is none like unto you. Hallowed be thy name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of him and may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what have I been preaching about? I can't hear you. What have I been preaching about? I, have, I cannot hear you. The Holy Spirit? You remember about the Holy Spirit? If I come and ask you about the Holy Spirit, can you tell me something? You can? Ah, I can't see your, I can't see your mouth there. Yes, yes. Now, today, I want to, I'll come back to the Holy Spirit. But I want to talk about something else. And then, I'll come back to the Holy Spirit. Today, I'm talking about you and your prophet. You and your prophet. Amen. You and your prophet. 
Come with me to Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. Open in your Bible. Don't put it on the screen. Let them open. Find Hosea. Hosea chapter 12. Hosea can be found in the Old Testament. Hosea chapter 12 and verse number 13. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. Hallelujah. Now, your pastor, your man of God, is your prophet. Amen. So I'm your prophet in this church. Yeah. I am your pastor. And I am your prophet in this church. And if you take Lighter Chapel International, all of us, we have one prophet, which is the bishop. How many of you know the bishop? Bishop Dad. Hallelujah. If you don't know him, don't worry. On the 14th of April, Good Friday, we'll go to the Independence Square and he'll be there live. Some of you have been hearing him speak on radio. You know, some of you don't know him because you are quite uh, young in church. You are not seen physically, but you are going to see him. Now, your prophet is very, very important for your life. Your prophet is very, very important. Why? A prophet is an agent of change. An agent of deliverance. An agent of breakthrough. An agent of blessings. An agent of direction. Instructions. Hallelujah. Amen. When God brings a prophet into your life, Huh? God has brought somebody through whom you can have your breakthrough. You can have your deliverance. You can have your blessings. Lift up your right hand. Say a prophet is an agent of change. A prophet is an agent of breakthrough. A prophet is an agent of blessings. A prophet is an agent of instructions and an agent of guidance. Amen. So you must value your prophet. 
you must know that your prophet is important for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to come to um, see what the scripture was talking about in Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. And watch this. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. When God wanted to bring his people, Israel, out of Egypt, he sent them a prophet. He sent them a prophet. Moses was their prophet. Now, why was God bringing them out of Egypt? Now, come with me to Exodus chapter 1. Exodus chapter 1. Alright? From verse 6. From verse 6. I'm reading from the NIV. Now, Israel and all his brothers and all that generation died. But the Israelites were exceeding fruitful. They multiplied greatly, increased in numbers, and became so numerous that the land was filled with them. May you multiply greatly. May you increase greatly. May you grow greatly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 8. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have become far too numerous for us. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them, or they'll become even more numerous. And if war breaks out, will join our enemies, fight against us, and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And they built Pitoms and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. I came to declare to you as your prophet that the more you are oppressed the more you are going to multiply and the more you are going to spread and the more you are going to grow I said the more anybody oppresses you maybe a disease is oppressing you maybe an enemy is oppressing you but the more they oppress you the more you are going to multiply now listen, let me teach you something. When a good declaration is made upon your life, you have to lift up your hands and shout amen. What, what we are saying is that amen means let it be so. And I said, anybody who is oppressing you at school, at work, at home, in your business, the more they oppress you, 
the more you are going to multiply the more you are going to grow in the name of Jesus Amen Are you going home? Verse 12 But the more they were oppressed the more they multiplied and spread So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with harsh labor in brick, in mortar, and of all kinds of work in the fields. In all their harsh labor, the Egyptians worked them ruthlessly. So you see, this was Egypt. That is why God sent a prophet to bring them out. Amen. Egypt represented suffering. Egypt represented afflictions. Egypt represented a place that there was pain. There was shame. The Israelites were not respected. Hallelujah. Maybe that is your life. Maybe that is your life today. You have been oppressed. Maybe there's a disease in your body. You have gone to different places, seen different doctors, paid monies to malams, juju men, doctors, nurses, but you are not being held. Maybe you are depressed. People don't respect you at work. People are tormenting you. Things are not working. Do you understand it? Eh? It is time to be delivered. It is time to be set free. It is time for you to come out. I said it's time for you to come out. And God will take you out. Any situation that is not good, God will take you out. I said God will take you out. I said God will take you out. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Yes. They suffered. Please sit down. They afflicted them. They even killed their male children, babies. The Pharaoh gave instruction that whenever a woman brings forth a male child, kill him. Yes, kill him. That's what they were doing to them. Amen. That is why God brought them out. Amen? Amen. That is why God brought them out. Hallelujah. Look at Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. Let's read from verse 4. 
Exodus chapter 3 from verse 4. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Amen? Amen. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. And the God said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. This morning, I came to tell you that God has seen your misery. Any misery, anything that makes you miserable, sad, depressed, unhappy, anything that puts you down in your life, I want you to know that God has seen it. The Lord your God has seen it. I said the Lord thy God has seen it. He said, I have seen, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. Men may not see, or men may refuse to see, and not mind you. But God says, I have seen it. I have seen it. There is a pain in your life that nobody knows about. When you sleep at night, you don't sleep, you cry and cry and cry. Nobody knows, but God has seen it. I say, God has seen it. Hallelujah. And today, God is coming to do something about it. I said, God is coming to do something about it. I said, God is coming to do something about it. In the name of Jesus. Huh? I've in this seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. Watch this. Please sit down. God said, I have seen and I have heard them. Watch. You see, this is the reason why a Christian must pray. God said, they have been crying to me. They have been complaining. They have been talking to me about their problems, their difficulties in Egypt. And God said, I've heard it. This is the reason why a Christian must pray. You must pray because when you pray, then God will hear. Somebody will ask that, ah, but God, he knows everything. So, if I don't pray, doesn't he know? Yes, he knows. But he wants you to exercise faith in him by praying to him. When you pray to God, you are exercising faith. When you pray to God, you are saying that my life is not my own. I cannot determine my life. I cannot rule over myself. I cannot, I cannot uh, uh, control my own life. I cannot help my, myself. Lord, you are the one who can help me. 
Many of you, you don't pray. A Christian must pray at least one hour every day. You must wake up at dawn, 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. and pray at least for one hour. Jesus asked the disciples, could you not wait with me for one hour? Listen, if you are a Christian and you just walk around not praying, you are going to be faced with a lot of problems. Demons will take over your life. Demons will take over your business. Demons will take over your mind. Demons will take over your children. Demons will take over your marriage. Demons will take over your ministry. Demons will take over anything that you are doing. God said, I have seen their misery and I've heard, I've heard, watch it, I have heard them crying. You need to pray to God. A Christian must pray. The disciples came to Jesus in Luke 11, where they said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he said, you, when you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, he taught them to pray. He taught them to pray. So listen, my brother and my sister, if you don't pray, your problems are going to remain with you. Yeah. If a pastor doesn't pray, his problems remain with you. If church members don't pray, if a wife doesn't pray, if a husband doesn't pray, if a student doesn't pray, your problems remain with you. When you pray, God says, ahead. Ahead. How many of you are going to pray? Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Not a day must pass by without you praying. That is why today, give me a book. That is why today, uh, I'm going to introduce to you a book that everybody must get. I gave my sister one. It's called How to Pray. How to pray. The Lord Jesus Christ prayed all the time. He woke up in Mark 135. The Bible says that and in the morning, a great while before day, Jesus rose up, went to a solitary place, and then he prayed. Hallelujah. So I want to introduce this book to you. You can get it at the bookshop. How to pray. In some of you say, Bishop, the reason why I don't, I don't pray because I don't know what to say. I don't know how to pray. This book will teach you how to pray. And this book is written by our prophet. Yeah. Now, in Lighthouse, we have a prophet. All of us. Lighthouse in, in London. Lighthouse in England. In the USA, in Australia, in India, South Africa, all of us, we have one prophet. The bishop. Bishop Da. 
Oh, give the Lord a wonderful clap. Is it a good policy? Is it a good policy? I can't hear you. I said, is it a good policy? Uh, there's a few here. Is it a good policy? It's a good policy. Amen. Then when we come to the Colonial Cathedral, we also have a prophet. Prophet too. I'm the prophet. I'm your prophet. The bishop is prophet one. Over all of lighthouse. Amen? Amen. Now this was written by our prophet. And I want you to get it. Amen? Amen. Listen to some of the topics. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. You cannot be too busy to pray. You cannot. Look, if you are too busy to pray, all your problems would be with you. Another topic. Why prayer is mysterious. Why prayer is mysterious. Another chapter. What happens when you do not pray? What, what happens when you do not pray? Yeah. He will teach you. How many of you want to know? If, you don't, if I don't pray, what will happen to me? It's here. For example, for example, if you don't pray, your life will be determined by chance. Your life will become like Lotto. Hey, how many of you know that when you stake Lotto, you can win or you cannot win? And as a matter of fact, before you win one, you lose a lot. How many of you agree? Huh? Yeah. They'll give you a number. They say this one is sure banker. Two sure banker. 2357. How much did they stake? How much? Huh? Two cities. Five cities. But, but when they give you two sure bankers, they say because it's a sure banker, instead of two cities, you should take 20 Ghana. Then you, it is left with your 22 Ghana cities for the whole month. Then you take 20 Ghana. And your two sure banker is 23.57. So they'll say, and now, the numbers. 18. 1, 4. Then they say, 9. Single, 9. How many numbers do they give? 5. Eh? Then they say, 34. So 14, 9, 34. Then they say, 23. 23. Then you start jumping. Because they gave you, show banker, 23, 57. 
The one they say, 23. Then they say, 84. Listen. So you have lost your money. A Christian who does not pray, you are leading a life of lottery. Yes. Amen. I'm explaining to you that God said, watch, I have heard. I have heard. I have heard. I have heard. You must let God hear. Talk to God about your school. Talk to God about your exams. Talk to God about your job. Talk to God about your parents. Talk to God about your children. Talk to God about your area fellowship. About your satellite church. About your ministry. About your future. Talk to God. Let him hear. Let him hear. Let him continuously hear. Yeah. Another topic. How to talk to a great person. How you can be helped by praying in tongues. How many of you pray in tongues? Now, pastors, New Believers School from week one, we must do Holy Spirit baptism and water, water baptism. Amen. They shouldn't wait before. Week one, you should do it. So, Holy Spirit baptism, water baptism must be added to weekly New Believers School. Can I have an amen? The three greatest prayer topics. How many of you want to know the three greatest prayer topics? Is here. Huh? How to pray with all kinds of prayer. Does God answer all our prayers? And the last one, chapter 9, is the one that I like best. It says, 12 steps. 12 steps to 100% answered prayer. How many of you want to Pray that every time that you pray, you want that every time you pray, God will answer all your prayers. Any prayer that you pray, God will answer. How, how many of you want that? Yes. In this book, you'll find it. How to pray. I'm introducing it to you. After church, instead of going to buy food, buy minerals, buy shoes, get this book rather and learn how to pray so that God will hear. They were suffering in Egypt. They were in pain. And they were crying unto God. Eh? Now watch this. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I am concerned about their sufferings. Listen to me. God is concerned about your sufferings. If you are a, a wife here, you are married, and you don't have children, you are barren. I want you to know that God is concerned about that. God is concerned. If you are a student here, every time you write as you fail, God is concerned about it. If you are a businessman, you are doing business, and you are always making loss, God is concerned about it. Oh, what a God. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? God is concerned about it. Verse 8. 
So, I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians. Today, I want you to know, whatever is disturbing you, God says, He's coming down to rescue you. God is starting a rescue mission in your life. I said, God has come to deliver you, to save you, to heal you, to promote you, to lift you up, to establish you. God has come to save you. I said, God has come to save you. I said, God has come to rescue you from every trouble, from every pain, from every disease. God has come to deliver you. Yeah. So I've come down to rescue them. Amen? From the hand of the Egyptians. And to bring them out of the land into a good and spacious a land flowing with milk and honey. My God. You are about to enter into a new land. You are about to enter into a new land. A land of peace. A land of success. A land of the goodness of the Lord. A land of the blessings of the Lord. A land of the provision of the Lord. Enter that land. Enter that land. Enter that land. You know fail your exams again. Enter that land. Enter that land. Enter that land. It is time to get married. It is time to find a wife. It is time to succeed in ministry. Enter that land. Because God, God is coming. God is coming to rescue you and to take you to a better place. Wow. Wow. Now sit down. Now, watch this. So, the people were in Israel, in Egypt. They were suffering. And God said, I've seen your suffering. And I've heard your cry. And I'm coming to rescue you. Now, this is the point. Everybody look at me. If you miss what I'm going to say, you miss the whole message. How was God going to rescue them? He was going to rescue them by sending them a prophet. Verse 9. And now, the cry of Israel, of the Israelites, has reached me. And I've seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. Anybody who is oppressing you, God has seen it. Yeah. If at your workplace, somebody is being unreasonable to you, God has seen it. You see, that is why a Christian's weapon is to pray and say, Lord, look at what they are doing to me at work. Don't fight. A Christian doesn't throw blows. Don't insult anybody. Don't insult anybody. No. Go down on your knees. What's happening? You go down on your knees and deal with the problem. 
and pray to God. Say, Father, help me. I need children. Give me children. Father, my exams help me to pass. Father, bless my finances. Father, I need a new job. The job that I'm doing, the salary is not good. Father, give me a new job. Father, give me a good wife. Father, open a door for me. Yeah. 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 Hmm? Verse 10. Now watch. Now, go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. How was God going to deliver them? By sending them a prophet. Listen, when God gives you a prophet, he has given you somebody that he's going to use to deliver you out of your problems. That is why your prophet must be important to you. Now listen, look at me everybody. In case you don't know, in this church, I'm your prophet. In this church, I'm your prophet. God has placed me here in your life to teach you, to instruct you, to give you the advice of God, the counsel of God, to show you the word of God. I got what I'm saying. Eh? So that you'll be delivered from all the problems, the troubles, the dangers. And in Lighter Chapel International, in all our churches worldwide, including Kaligono, everywhere, God has given us a prophet, the bishop. He is our prophet. Yeah, because we are all his children. Do you understand it? And through him, through his counsel, through his instructions, through his prayers, we shall be delivered. Sit down. Two years ago, two years ago, at the Independence Square, the Good Friday service, he prayed for all of us. We had communion. And then he prayed. He prayed. He said, God, let not my children die. Let not my children be involved in accidents. Give them divine escapes. Deliver them from witches. Deliver them from evil people. Deliver them from every kind of trouble ahead. This was, this, this was in April. In June, there was a flood in Accra. Cycle. It flooded. People died. How many of you heard it? Yeah. There was a gold filling station. People were standing in water. And it exploded. Because... Petrol was leaking. Petrol was leaking. So the water that they were standing in, it was made of petrol. And we don't know how the fire started. People started being burnt. But watch this. Watch this. I'm explaining to you why you must value your prophet. I'm talking about you and your prophet. You and your prophet. There was a church member, one of our sisters in Lighthouse. 
she was standing at that well filling station. She had been standing there for a long time. She was on her way to work. She was a nurse at Rich Hospital. So she was standing there. Then suddenly, a man said, we can't get a car. No car is coming here. So let's walk through the water. Let's walk through the water. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? I hope you don't sleep all. Because angels are moving here. As your prophet is speaking, in the realm of the spirit, blessings are being released. When you close your eyes, when the angel goes is asleep, go to this one. Listen, the sister walked through the water and went to work to reach. When she got to reach, not long after, they started bringing patients in ambulances. People who were bent. I think some people even died. And then she was told that these people that they are bringing, they are bringing them from a certain oil filling station, a circle. That has exploded. And she said, it's not true. She said, it's not true. She said, I just came from there. I was standing there. It is not true. That place, listen, 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 listen. That place, there's no explosion. I was, I'm, I'm coming from there. I've been standing there. I didn't get a card and I came here. This is true. It had just happened. Then later on, I think through the radio, radios and other, she came to realize that exactly where she was standing was where the explosion had taken place and people have been burned and people have died. Now, why was she alive? Because two months earlier, in April, her prophet, her prophet, the bishop, stood at the independence square and lifted up his hands and prayed and said, Lord, let not my children die. Give them divine escapes. The voice of your prophet is a voice of blessing to you. It's a voice of breakthrough. It's a voice of deliverance. It's a voice of change in your life. Yes. Yes. That is why God has placed me here. When God uses me to speak the word of God, you better listen. You better listen. Right in this church, I have seen ladies who thought they would never. I remember there was a lady. She was like 43 years or 44. She was in this church. She had given up on marriage. And I always used to tell her, I told her, you get married. You get married. And I told her, on the day that we're getting married, I will laugh at you. Yeah. Surely, 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 surely. Surely, 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 surely. She got married. Do you know how she got married? There was a man who had a wife of two children. And the wife died. So after some years, he was looking for another wife. I met this sister. I married her. So not only did she get married, 
Immediately she married. She had children. And on the day that I was marrying them, I reminded as I told you. I told you. I told you. The voice of your prophet. Your prophet in your life is an agent of your deliverance. Yeah. God has put an anointing on me. God has put his grace on me. God has put his wisdom in my mouth and upon my life for you. So that you'll be blessed, you'll be delivered, you'll be established, you'll be healed. Eh? That's why I'm here for you. And it is very important for you to recognize that and value it. Hallelujah. I see your blessings. May the Lord deliver you from death. This year, may you not die from an accident. May no witch drink your blood. If you go to a place and they have put juju there, they have put juju there for you. It will not work in the name of Jesus. You step on it, but it will not work in the name of Jesus. You and your prophet. a prophet. God brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved them. Hallelujah. That is why your prophet is there. Yeah. I'm here today as your pastor, as your bishop, because my prophet for more than 25 years, he has been speaking into my life. He has been blessing me. He has laid his son here, this front here. I've stood here many times. My prophet has laid his hands. My prophet, my prophet has spoken. He has directed. Said, do this. Keep this offering. Go here. Preach here. Do this. Do this. For 25. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And I want you to recognize it. That at the Colombo Cathedral, God has made me your prophet. And you must recognize it. Now, some of you sit down. You go to places. You say you are going to see a prophet. You say you are going to see a prophet. That is why, listen, that is why now I'm going to cancel all of you one by one every Sunday. Today I'm starting with those of you here. Those of you here. When we finish, don't go anywhere. One by one. Yeah. I'm going to cancel you. I'm going to declare the blessings of God into your life. So when we finish all these ones. Yeah. Where are you going? They say you should pay consultation fee. You should come for a bath. Is it a bad policy? Our policy. You have bought your soap. You have taken your sponge, your water, your 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 bath bucket. You are going to be bathed. Why? You don't know how to bath. 
You don't know how to be bad. You, you, you don't know how to bad. Sister Maxine, this is your big bottles. Somebody should go and bath you. But God has given you a prophet here. Is it a good policy that you have a policy? I cannot hear you. Is it, is it a good policy? Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. And pray and thank God for the prophet that God has given to you. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Lift up your I want to see your two hands. Pray to God. Shale moho kabale mosete. Rade moshi bayama si pere moye. Ayamaka bolo moshi potori basete. Ayam niribo hose. Ayam biribo kori mahatali mosetilia. Ale mokabala matasaka poro moshi belese. Bantiri mohokaya. Lift up your hands and pray. 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 Thank God for the prophet that he has given to you. Say, Lord, help me to pray. Help me to pray. Help me to cry upon you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Makale Moshila. I thank you. Lift up your hands and let me pray. Father, I pray for your people. As they go home, I declare as their prophet, they will not die this week. They, they are blessed this week. They have been promoted this week. They have divinely escaped this week. They have been blessed this week. Doors are opening to them right now. Doors are opening to them right now. Doors are opening to them right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for a blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Close your eyes. Now this morning, this morning, I want to pray for you. If you are here and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, maybe one of our pastors invited you and said, come to church. We are having crusades all over. Maybe you are invited to a crusade to give your life to Christ. That is why you are here. Today, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and he wants to save you. Everybody close your eyes. As every eye is closed and every head is bowed down, if you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus, lift up only your right hand. Only your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up very high. God bless you, brother. Lift it up. Don't be ashamed of anybody. Don't be ashamed of anybody. Lift up your hands. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't go to church. I'm just walking in the world. Pastor, today, I am deciding that I want to serve Jesus. Lift up your hand. God bless you. I can see all those hands. Lift up your hands. Father, Thank you for my brothers and my sisters who have lifted up their hands to come to you. What a blessing. Now, all those of you who have lifted up your hands, I can see you. And I want you to come to me. I want to pray for you here. Come off your Bible and your back. Come to the front here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Come. 
Clap your hands for them. 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 Right. Now, those of you, lift up your hands. Close your eyes and say this prayer after me. Say, dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. Please forgive me for my sins. Please come into my heart and save my soul. Wash me in your blood and save me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now look at me. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service times. English services early rain service 6.30am to 8.30am His presence service 8.30am to 10.30am and love and faith service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.